Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. folks uh, we're coming to you for the first time here my guest today is a good old friend of mine Chad Thurston he and I were on the uh, police department together and uh, he's changed his life a little bit he went from being a police officer all the way to being a uh, criminal uh, what am I what am I missing here defense attorney there you go criminal defense attorney that's what I was getting at <laughs> And a lot of people say, you know, he, he crossed over to the dark side, but I'm sure he has his reasons why. And we're going to talk a little bit with Chad today and see how things are going. Like I said, Chad Thurston. Uh, Chad, go ahead and tell us, uh, how many years did you end up having with Fort Wayne? Uh, with Fort Wayne, I had just over 21 years total. Um, I came from another county, Sheriff's Department, for about three years there uh, before coming to Fort Wayne. Um, and you did 20-something, 20-something years here in Fort Wayne? Yeah, just over 21. Okay. Just kind of real quick, some of the areas you worked while you were on the uh, Fort Wayne PD. Oh, gosh. Let's see. I've worked as a patrol officer for a short time. As you know, uh, approximately eight years undercover in narcotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, approximately six years on the emergency services team, or what they call the SWAT team. Right. Uh, I spent some time with the surveillance unit, spent some time with the gang unit. Mm-hmm. I was then a patrol sergeant. Mm-hmm. I was a charge of crimes against persons division of the detective bureau right right and i was a liaison to the prosecuting attorney's office okay would you spend most of your time you and i spend a lot of time in vice narcotics we hit some (laughs) of our best years (laughs) and uh, you think back on those days and uh, and that was a lot of fun i can tell you i enjoyed police work i enjoyed uh, fort wayne pd but I think our, our best times we got to know each other was in vice and narcotics. Absolutely. And, I, and I, during that time, were you looking to get into law, law school or anything like that? Or what was going on? No, that was the farthest from my mind at the time. That didn't really hit me until much later in my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we worked in narcotics together, I was still pretty young in my career. I think I joined narcotics in my th- second or third year on the department. Okay. So that... that idea of retirement and doing something outside of police work never entered my mind so you weren't doing any law school until you were back on the street as a patrolman i can't remember when i started i think i was a liaison for the prosecuting attorney's office at the time um there towards the end of my career when i realized that i needed to find something outside of law enforcement I timed it correctly. I figured out how long it would take me to finish law school, right. pass the bar, and I wanted to match that up with, you know, when I was eligible to retire. Right. So that's how I planned it. So you had a plan the entire time you were on. You were planning something. It was a plan. It wasn't a plan till the end. Um, I had an old officer told me once that I would always know when it was time for me to go. Right. And he couldn't have been more correct. Hmm. Um, just given the way policing has changed, the, um, the way people interacted with police officers had changed, um, the job itself had changed so much that uh, it, I was ready to move on. Hmm. 
Hmm. But you still enjoyed police work. I mean, nothing really bad happened to make you not want to be a cop. No, nothing bad. Uh, I loved my job. I loved the people I work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were professionals through and through. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't have asked for a better group of people. And those are the people I miss the most. It's, it's the people. It's the people. Not not the work itself. I got you. All right. So again, you went through this whole thing of being a patrolman, going through different areas on the police department, but. As you got toward the end, you were planning. I, I still, I can't remember when you started the law stuff. I, I never saw you crack a book to study. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because that's all I was doing. So I would work third shift. Oh, I would get yeah. off in the morning. I would mm-hmm. drive to school. So for three years, just over three years, I went every single weekend and sometimes during the week, depending on what classes I had. Wow. So there wasn't even time to sleep. Wow. Okay, before we get too deep into that, I want to ask you, when you came on, what year did you come on Fort Wayne? I came into Fort Wayne in 1995. 95, and from 95 until now, and you're still kind of in the business, give me some of the changes you saw. What was the, the, what was the climate like in 95 compared to what you're seeing now? Uh, just the, the philosophy in policing. For instance, uh, we believed more in the community-oriented type policing, um, being there with the community, interacting with the community, um, to where there was a level of trust. There was a level of understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have guys just running up to you and wanting to shoot you. You know, we right, re- we right. resolved disputes in other ways <clears throat> back then. And uh, we'll save that for another show. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was just, it was hard to see that change. And then we began to distance ourselves because the biggest obstacle I saw in in my time was that there was always this wall between police and the community. Hmm. It was like an us versus them mentality. Right. And trying to break that down and, and you're wanting to go in that direction, but the administration isn't. It made it very challenging to do your job. Right, right. Now, you eventually became a supervisor on third shift, right? Yes. After you got back in, okay. And how long were you there? I was probably a supervisor for 10 or 11 years. Now, I'm going to ask this question. Did you have to supervise people like yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Now, you got to think back. Remember, we know each other, okay? (laughs) Um, Well, I had some strong personalities. I'll say that much. Okay. But uh, honestly, I was the type of supervisor that uh, worked closely with everybody. I wasn't uh, an authoritarian. I didn't stand back. I was at, when I wasn't busy, I was at every call with them, hmm. uh, there to help them, not to uh, micromanage them right. or to take over or anything like that. I let them do their job, and they used me as a resource. Okay. And because of that, we developed great respect for one another, which made a, a, a great work environment to be in. Now, with me saying that little comment about did you have to supervise people like yourself, it's kind of like back in the 90s to the time you were supervisor, did you see a change in the officers themselves? A change in what do you mean? As, as far as like their attitude toward police work, did they work as hard, not as hard? Did they give me something that was different that you saw when you were a patrolman compared to the patrolmen you were now supervising? 
I don't know if I can say I've seen a difference. I think um, in every police department, just like every corporation in the world, you have those that work hard and those that do the minimal to get by or just downright lazy okay and it's those folks that give us the bad name right right okay you know the overweight guy sitting at the donut shop you know i never ate don't i like donuts and i never ate donuts because of that yeah. it's just because the image the stigma right, right. was so terrible right right but no i mean there's there's some groups that i had on third shift that uh were the best i ever worked with you know, when in our day, we were very active, mm -hmm. but that was us. That's who we were. That's what right. we chose to do. Um, right. So I wouldn't say that there, that it had changed any. It just depended on the group we were around at the time. Right. Okay. So that was all good. You enjoyed your time there. You enjoyed the guys you were working with. Not too much of a change. You made a comment about, you know, people wanting to run up and shoot you. I mean, g give me a little bit of that. What, what's your mindset on that? Um, these young kids now, uh, they feel that that's how they resolve issues. They don't want to talk, shoot, they won't even fist fight anymore. They just want to shoot each other to resolve their issues. Um, they're not being, they're not being taught. They're not being guided mm -hmm. to show that there's other alternatives out there. Um, a lot less violent. Mm -hmm. It's, it's terrible to see, uh, both sets of parents, those that are victimized and, and those that have produced children who they loved and try to raise right, turn into killers. Mm. Um, it breaks my heart to see those families with those struggles. Mm. I'm going to be talking in a couple of series, uh, a couple of weeks down the line here. We have a, like a two-part series with a gentleman that I know who was pulled over by the police uh, a while back. A nice gentleman, and he explained the entire situation but the officers didn't know that he had an earpiece in and his wife was listening in throughout the whole conversation. On the, Did you ever run into any of that where you made a traffic stop and no matter how polite you were, you became the bad guy? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, there's some people that you're never going to make happy. And, if, and let's, let's face it, if they're being stopped by police, is because it's something they had done wrong. Right. Now, whether or not they understand the law as to what they did wrong mm -hmm. or if they feel that what they did wasn't legal um, the officer hopefully was professional enough to take the time to explain to them to make them understand but obviously you're going to get people that you just you're, you're not going to reach so as a, and again as a supervisor did you run into that where people complain about your people or you had to talk to someone or you have to supervise or uh, numerous times and, and what was the biggest complaint? What do you think the biggest complaint was? That the officer was rude. The officer was rude. Okay. And how did, how did you take care of that? I mean. I just explained. I would listen to their problems, mm -hmm. um, to whatever the issue is. And sometimes identifying the issue was the greatest obstacle. So they could be ranting and raving about several different things. But when right. we spoke about it mm -hmm. and actually broke down to what the issue was, right. it usually just came down to something as simple as, you know, being rude. And then when we started looking at, you know, everything involved, it usually ended in an understanding. Rarely did I, was I unable to resolve the issue at the time. Now, you would also talk to your officer about maybe if they were rude, you yes. help them along the way too? Absolutely. Um, we all have bad nights, you know, and that's when I would check, say, hey, you know, what's going on? 
you know, this is what they're saying, you know, tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. And then we talk through it. And, and if and the officers I worked with would acknowledge if, yeah, they just had a bad night and the person rubbed them the wrong way or, you know, I mean, face it, as police officers, we're not called and we're not out policing the people that have nice things to say to us or they're doing right things. Everybody we're involved with is committing crimes or being investigated for committing crimes. We're not there for cookouts. We should be, <laughs> but we're not there for cookouts. Wait a minute now. What you're saying here is, what about community policing? If you're there for those people... That's why I want to see it come back. Okay, so you think that the only people that police are meeting are the criminals. They're not yeah. reaching out to the, the good people. Name a person that's more cynical than a cop. You can't do it. Why? Because they see nothing but bad day in, day out. So if a person is upset and they don't understand what's going on entirely, it's easy to be irritable to the cop because that's what they deal with all the time. Okay, now I'm going to ask you this tough question, okay? In your supervision, did you have bad cops who just should have never been there? You mean as police officers? As a police officer. Somehow they slipped through Oh yeah. and they were there and maybe you had more complaints on that one individual. Absolutely. Did you, have, did you have bad cops in your group? Yes. And how did you, did you ever have to weed them out or what did you do? I took the necessary steps as a supervisor um, addressing uh, don't, don't be nice with necessary steps. What are you talking about, man? Well, you got, they, what we had in place were like performance evaluations. Okay, there you go. Okay, unless I felt it was a need to be disciplined, okay. and that would start through write-ups. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you can request days off. Mm-hmm. I've done all that as far as that. And there's been some officers that eventually had been removed from the police department because of that. Now, the important thing I want to tell everybody is that Police officers, police department is like a corporation. I mean, we've got, what, 400 and some officers? Right, right. Take a corporation of 400. Right. Okay, you got good, you got bad. Some need to get fired. Some need to get promoted. But you're going to have that. Police officers are, are no different than anybody else. Right, right. So there are some people that do slip through the cracks, in your opinion, that ended up getting on the police department. Yeah. And probably should have never been there. Should never have been there. Okay, and... Like you said, you've taken those steps to get rid of those people, and some of them have left. Yes. And then some do stay a little bit too long. Yes, and they do. A lot of damage made along the way. Yes, they do. <laughs> and did you have to supervise any of them? <laughs> some became my supervisor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The, 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 therein lies the problem, right? <laughs> therein lies the problem. <laughs> right. No, I just, you, you've done a lot in your career. Uh, you've been in a lot of different places in your career. And by some of the things you've seen, do you consider yourself a cynical person? It's something I struggle with. Um, my first reaction a lot of time is a cynical reaction, but I try to keep it in check. I try that very hard. And the way I do that is try to, once I was done with the job, mm-hmm. I tried to remove myself from the job. So I was in activities like um, with schooling or with uh, kids sports. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends, I tried to, not that I didn't have friends on the police department, but I tried to focus my attention on the friends that weren't because our conversations weren't revolving around work. Now, did you, did, were, about like me, did you lose your good friends when you ended up getting on the police department? The ones who were your friends before you got on, did they stay your friends or did you lose them? I, I think it just changed. Um, 
I only had one friend that I could honestly say that was close that I maintained. Um, but yeah, it, everything changed. Mm-hmm. Policing changes you. And if the, any cop that says it don't, they lying. <laughs> and if they ain't lying, then they need to go talk to somebody because they, <laughs> they have. Now, again, we're, we're talking to Chad Thurston. He was a former Fort Wayne police officer for, what would you say, 23, 20? 24 plus. 24 years on the Fort Wayne Police Department. And uh, he eventually left there going to law school. And uh, he's just given his, his take on his career as he's going along here. But, okay, cynical, you change, you had to get new friends. Uh, you had to do new activities to, you know, refocus yourself. Now, do you think that's worked? Because, I mean, how long have you been gone from Fort Wayne? I retired in March of 2017. Okay, so a couple of years. you coming up on, have you gotten to that point yet where you've left some of that behind? Or I think so. I do. Um, obviously, with this new career change, it's made me see things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, thereby, you react differently. Um, what about eating in a restaurant? Eating at a restaurant, yeah, I still you know have, where I'm going there. I still have my back to the wall. I'm still in an area. I can still tell you how many doors and windows there are. Um, obviously, I still carry everywhere I go. Yeah, I'm mindful yeah. about um, suspicious people. Uh-huh. That I don't know if we'll ever lose, but uh, I am more relaxed. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Okay, so you're the kind of guy that can see it before it happens. I try to. You try to, yeah, to, to protect yourself and your family, right? Yes. And that's not a bad thing. No. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's okay. That's okay. So, like I said, we, we're going to deep, uh, deep. Listen, what am I trying to say? We're going to dive a little bit deeper into Chad. On now, we're going to get onto his law side. I mean, after he left behind the badge and the, the well, he didn't leave his gun behind. After he <laughs> left behind the badge and the uniform, he then picked up the books and he's a became a defense attorney. And uh, he's working at a law office. Uh, am, am, am I allowed to mention what law office you're working at? Absolutely. Uh, Tracy Rossworm. Uh, she's down in downtown in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Chad's working here. But prior to that, just real quick, where, where were you at before you went to Tracy uh, Law Office? Uh, when I retired from the police department, I went to work for the Allen County Prosecuting Attorney's Office for, gosh, it was only two or three months. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, we're not going to get too deep into that right now, but... Chad's kind of giving us a feel of who he was, what he was uh, doing on the Fort Wayne PD before he eventually left Fort Wayne PD. But it sounds like he had a, a career of a lot of things going on, uh, and touched base in a whole lot of areas. And like I said, folks, we really appreciate you joining us, but we're going to pick this conversation up again next week. So we're going to hear about Chad and the law side. Thank you for listening to Police Pod Talk, your host, Cleveland. And again, we're here with Chad Thurston an old friend of mine, and we can't go into a whole lot of those stories because we both end up in jail. (laughs) 